Welcome to the fourth official soccer podcast. My name is Boreal Demi. I'm joined by Justin. I believe, I believe, if Manny is not scared anymore and r- trying to run away from us, we will be joined by Manny later on in the episode. Uh, he'll be here to talk about Chelsea and their downfall in two um, finals. Um, but Justin, uh, before we going to to the order of business um have you been and now how's uh how's arsenal doing um i'll answer the first question and ignore the second uh i've been good (laughs) i've been hanging in there it's been a while since we last recorded uh last the last episode we did which was over two weeks ago now it kind of felt like you know here we are we're broadcasting from the end of the world because it was in the immediate wake of the announcement of the Super League, and it was when things were looking really pretty grim, like we weren't going to have the same football that we know and love, and that uh, greedy owners and treating clubs like corporate entities, like that was going to be, you know, that was our future. Uh, and things were looking bleak, and I think we probably sounded pretty, <laughs> pretty depressed during that recording. Uh, but a lot's changed, obviously, since we recorded that episode. I think like the very next day, uh, they obviously the Super League fell apart, and that's lifted my mood tremendously. Um, and now I just need to wipe my mind of some recent Arsenal results, and I'll be, you know, really happy. Looking forward to next year, <laughs> to the next season. Uh, well, before you do that, Sheferin, um, uh, who's the president of of UEFA. Um, has said that he's going to obviously there's going to be some you know penalty uh, against the clubs that signed up for uh, the Super League um, and it's weird that I, I I don't know how what kind of penalty he will impose but uh, I would assume it's probably financial. Or, yeah, uh, there's some talk about them like uh, making donations to, to some <laughs> charities. Which I mean, like that's that's oh, great. Okay. They, sh- they should be doing that, <laughs> frankly, anyways. But you know, but, well, we can talk about that. I'm sure. Well, you know, it's gonna be a long summer, so I'm sure we'll have plenty of fallout to talk about from the Super League, as well as like other news during that during this long uh, summer that's coming up. But for today, though, for today, how are you doing? How are you feeling oh, as well, as far as your life and as far as your club, Milan, who are also probably causing you some heart palpitations. I've never felt this way in a while. Um, I, I'm, I would say, Saturday's or oh, Sunday's game was a lot of nerves, and I was so nervous, and it was just the worst. And I'm still nervous because now I have to wait a whole week to see if we get into the Champions League, which is a league that Milan has not been in over what six, seven years. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's uh, definitely. Um, Definitely a uh, crazy time for me. Um, I, I am hoping this week just passes by, and once it does, by this time next week, hopefully I'll be celebrating with you. Well, uh, well, well, no, okay. I'll I, be celebrating with you. Don't worry about. It. I'll yeah, yeah. Let's Milan put it out as well. Yeah, exactly. But, All right. Well, yeah. they had a really. I mean, they had a like you mentioned it like a super dull zero zero affair <laughs> this past weekend. But the weekend before that, what happened? You you won oh, seven yeah. nothing. You you blow yeah. out Torino. Everyone, everything's looking good, and then uh, I feel like that's you. You follow it up with a zero-zero, and I feel like that's the story of Milan's season this year. 
the the highs and the lows and frequently back to back. Well, I usually don't blame people for parking the bus, but one team parked the bus and the other didn't. So um, that's the only thing that's giving me a, a a chance of like, okay, we could probably beat Atalanta because they're another team that parks the bus. So if they play open, then anyone can score. Um, so we just need to outscore them and that's it. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. We Yeah, we beat Torino 7-0 and then we decided not to score. I think we, we ran out of goals. I mean, people have made all, all these jokes already, so I'm not going to, you know, say them on, on, on the on the air. But um, but let's let's start with, you know, quote-unquote, the best league in the world, the EPL, right? Um, we're seeing a lot of movements in the EPL, uh, especially in the table. Uh, obviously, congratulations to Manchester City. I know we've not said this yet, but congratulations to them. Uh, I think that league is honestly becoming a, a Manchester City league. To, you know, let's be honest, right? Um, but I think the, the, fun, the fun thing to talk about here is there are currently two games left um, in... in you know, in the Premier League, and uh, we have uh, about, you know, I would say Leicester City all the way to West Ham. Uh, actually, maybe not West Ham or Spurs. Oh, actually, no, they can. Um, West Ham and Spurs could make the top four. Um, or Liverpool or Chelsea yeah. or Leicester City. Um, It'd be a long shot, but sure. that's it's it, it. They're not out of the running yet. I know they're not, but uh, first of all, um, the resurgence from Liverpool. I mean, Allison coming up, you know, scoring a goal last week, basically oh, yeah. saving them and keeping them in the in the talks. Um, I, I don't know if you if you watched the game or not, but um, I thought I thought that was phenomenal to see a keeper making that kind of impact. I mean, let's not forget Allison has also made mistakes this season, so maybe he's paying back all the heartbreaks he gave. Are, you know Liverpool uh, play uh, fans, um, but anyways, let, let's go back. Let's go back to, to the real thing here. We have Leicester City on 66 points, Chelsea on 64 points, uh, Liverpool on 63 points, and then Tottenham 59, and also West Ham 59. Um, what are your thoughts about this, and and what team are you worried about here? Um, you know, like I have a, a team I'm worried about out of those teams I just called out. Um, but I want to get your thoughts about the the race for top four and, and basically the last two spots for top four. Sure. So it, it had felt for a little while, honestly, like even though there were multiple clubs like jockeying for position, uh, Spurs and, and West Ham and Liverpool all hanging around, it, it kind of had started to feel like a, a few weeks ago, like the top four was starting to kind of gel and settle into place. And it was going to be those four that are currently there in those top positions. Obviously, the two Manchester clubs who are both assured their Champions League spots. But then also Leicester and Chelsea. I kind of felt like they were sort of settling in. Chelsea especially. Obviously, Chelsea was going on a a tremendous run under Tuchel. They were looking great in domestic competition. They beat Madrid in the Champions League um, to get into the final. They were in the final of the FA Cup. Everything was looking great for Chelsea. Uh, they're they're going to play Arsenal, <laughs> so you assume they're going to win. And then things kind of started to get a little derailed for Chelsea. Uh, they still are a young club. They still have a lot of new players, and Tuchel is a brand-new manager coming into the club at least midseason. 
So I think maybe the honeymoon is over for Chelsea. And now things are getting a little nervy for them. Uh, and for Leicester as well, I think. I think any Leicester fan, you know, like it's 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 rare. You know, this is still, despite their title win a few years ago, you know, this is new experience every season when you see Leicester fighting for that Champions League spot. It's like, what's going on here? Um, and I think as a neutral, you love to see it. You love to see a team outside the top, the traditional big clubs fighting for the Champions League spot, but it also brings with it that kind of disbelief or like kind of questioning whether they can make it over the finish line. Um, and then while all this is going on, Liverpool has somehow strung together a bunch of great results. Like you said, capped off by this past weekend with uh, last minute winner by the goalkeeper, <laughs> Alisson, coming up to, for a super late header that he just like drilled in uh, to win the game against the uh, was against West Brom. So I don't know if you're going to ask for my thoughts about how it's going to actually finish. I am going to say it's all going to come down to the game that's happening tomorrow or today, depending on when this is released uh, on Tuesday, which is between actually our third and fourth place teams, Leicester and Chelsea in a rematch of this FA cup final this past weekend. Yeah. I mean, congratulations. Let's see. We got to give them what, you know, credit where credit is due. I mean, Definitely. They, they were able to beat Chelsea. I was actually surprised. I thought this was going to be blowout, um, but maybe they will, maybe they'll beat them this time around tomorrow. Um, yeah, and that is the team I'm worried about because if you see their next two games, Chelsea and then Tottenham, it's a it's a high road for them. I think that loss against yeah. Newcastle really hurt them um, because now they they would have been let's say what like uh, you know six points or five points above Chelsea and they would have had that buffer. But now everything's kind of looking weird. I do think they can beat Spurs, so I, you know, I think they can. But Chelsea, I think there's a, a vendetta, like a revenge sort of thing tomorrow that's going to happen. So, um, yeah. But I, I feel bad for Leicester. I like to see underdogs, you know, go far, but it, it's looking grim for them. And I, and I feel bad saying it, but I have a feeling they're not going to make it, um, just because I don't again. Know. Well, so so let, let's let's dissect this, right? So Liverpool, so Liverpool is obviously the other third. I think in my mind Chelsea is gonna make it top four. I think I think Chelsea they're playing Leicester City and then they're playing um uh who are they playing now? Uh they're playing Aston Villa. I think they'll be Aston Villa. Aston Villa has nothing to play for. Um so maybe that's a good thing or bad that could be a good thing or bad thing. Like I actually don't know when teams don't have anything to play for it could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. I don't know. It depends on the state of mind of those players. Um but if you really look like it, look at look at it. I think Chelsea's in my mind has gone through. I think the fight is between Leicester City and Liverpool. Now, if it was just one game left, then I think they'll be able to do it. But because Leicester City has two games against top six teams, basically, I think it's hard. And and look at Liverpool's game. Liverpool is playing Burnley tomorrow, and then they're yeah. playing. Um, Another Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. So, so I in my mind I would think that's maximum six points. Um, and then what is the tiebreaker in the the Premier League? Goal difference. Goal difference. So, so, so let's play it out actually. So like let's say it turns out the way you think. You expect it. So you're saying that you think Chelsea's gonna beat Leicester tomorrow. I, I think yes. I think I think Chelsea. I All think right, Leicester's still in a high. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that, but we'll roll with it. Sure. So that would put Chelsea at 67 points. 
Leicester is stuck at 66, and then Liverpool, assuming they win, also at 66 points, and they would have the goal difference yep. on Leicester. So they would be in fourth place, and Leicester being fifth mm-hmm. with everything to play for against Spurs. So honestly, if Leicester was to, were to lose at the midweek, uh, it would look pretty pretty bad for them yeah. going into the final week. Although I will say, like you don't brush off Aston Villa as far as like Chelsea's final game of the season. Of course, um, Villa has been a, a a troublesome team and an overachiever for most of this season. So I, I don't think that that is by any means a, a done deal for Chelsea on that last day. That's true. And to be honest, to be honest, they probably have their eyes on the Champions League. And Tuchel may, I don't know if he will, but he may rest some key players. Who knows? I, I, I would think it would be stupid to do that. That would um, be so stupid. <laughs> yeah, but but you never know. Like, right. you new coach, he's, he's just trying to do something, shake things up. Um, He's been trying to win the Champions League with, with PSG for, you know, years, and that's not happened. So I, I can imagine him doing something drastic. But with that said, it's also a possibility that Chelsea actually does not qualify, right? Because Leicester could beat them tomorrow. Liverpool could win the next two games. Leicester could even tie their last game and they will still qualify. And Liverpool will, you know, also qualify. So it is definitely getting hot. Um, The other thing we're not talking about is Tottenham. Right, because uh, if Chelsea and Liverpool don't do well, then and, Ch- and Tottenham win both their next two games, then they could they could also qualify. Isn't are we, are we count? Are you counting them out? Even West Ham, are you counting them West West Ham out? Yeah, a little oh. bit. It's just there's there's too much to be done with too few games remaining. But just like the two left, um, I don't and you know Spurs are obviously in. Uh, not, I don't know if you – it might be drastic to say a state of crisis, but, you know, if the rumors are true from today, we heard some rumblings that Harry Kane has already started making it known that he wants to leave the club this summer. So who knows where his head is at? Who knows how that's affecting the rest of the team? Uh, they are have they have like a caretaker manager in place. It's just a little bit of a, a messy situation for them. So I, I would be shocked, and not just as an Arsenal fan. <laughs> but shocked if they were somehow able to cobble together the two wins and all the other results would have to swing their way as well in order to sneak in. And West Ham has done great this season, but it also, like, you know, uh, they're maybe not quite ready for the big time, but they, they had a really remarkable showing this season. So they'll get to play. They'll get, they'll get to play in Europe, hopefully. They'll, they'll get in the Europa League, which would real, be an achievement for them. Real question for you. If Tottenham somehow makes it to the Champions League, do you think Hurricane stays? If, if the rules are true. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, that would change the whole atmosphere, right? That, that right. Assuming if they were somehow able to do that, then you would think like it would be like just absolute mayhem, like scenes of jubilation at uh, their stadium on the final day. So I don't know. That's a good well, question. The reason why I'm saying that is I've also heard rumblings like you. You know, we have our rumbling feeders. You know, they feed us rumblings. <laughs> rumors but i've heard things like for example antonio conte being linked with the job um uh, i think i heard there was another coach i heard uh i can't remember who the coach is right now but i can imagine if a coach like antonio conte somehow ends up there which i don't think would make sense but if somehow he ends there i would see hurricane staying in the club i don't know i don't know i think he if it's kind of sounds like he has one foot out the door 
So, yeah, uh, we'll see. But I don't know. We were talking about Chelsea. We are talking about whether Chelsea has, like, what it takes to, to clinch a deal. I, personally, I think it would be shocking – it would be it would be shocking for Chelsea at this point to like miss out on the Champions League because yeah. I think they have had we've said before that they have one of the most talented squads on paper. Yeah. And then Tuchel has been a great manager. He's brought like he's revitalized them. Um and then obviously like maybe like we said, maybe the honeymoon is over right now. That it's getting a little rocky. But for them not to make it over the finish line in the top four would be shocking, I think. Um but we have Mr. Chelsea himself, who decided to finally show up and join us. So well, 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 Mr. Manny, Mr. Manny. I was, Mr. Manny. I was hope I was hoping you guys would stop talking about Chelsea by the time I joined. So uh, <laughs> oh, you're just in time. <laughs> uh, the stage no, is yours. Uh, real no, quick, I, I, real quick, I, I, are they gonna make it, Manny? Are they gonna make top four? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna make top four. I said they're gonna before, win tomorrow. I actually said, uh, if you guys recall, on like the very first show you guys invited me i said um both liverpool and uh chelsea would make it into the top four uh which it's means that great. that comes at the expense of leicester city um and to your point um they have chelsea tomorrow but then leicester city also have to play um tottenham i believe in yep. the last in the last game and uh tottenham um have as much to play for as chelsea does at this moment in time um it's really interesting that you that you mentioned up uh, bring up Tuchel and kind of just how shocking it would be if Chelsea were to miss out. But we have to kind of just take a step back and just evaluate how far Chelsea have come since Tuchel took over um, and just how much they've accomplished thus far. I mean, nobody gave us a chance to be in any final, uh, let alone two. Um, nobody gave us a you know a chance to be in, in fourth place when Frank Lampard left when we were in uh, ninth ninth place I believe. Um, so the fact that Tuchel has managed to uh, turn it around in such a short amount of time um, you know is a testament to just the work that he's done um, and how he's managed to change this team around. Um, now what I do want to say is that there are no expectations as far as uh, you know, Chelsea has made it this far, and yes, I guess now we have to fight for every game. I feel like every game's a final, um, based on just the position that we're in. But this is also not only just based on Tuchel's performance and you know the games that he's lost, for example, you know uh, to Arsenal or to Leicester City and the FA Cup or you know to West Brom. This has been a long time. Um, in the making, you know, going back to the beginning of the season when Chelsea were dropping winnable games under Frank Lampard. Um, so, again, it's not all under Tuchel. Um, there's a lot of change that has happened. And, uh, you know, I don't think that we could call the EPL uh, one of the best, if not the most uh, entertaining league for no, for no reason, right? Um, you know, it's going to come down to the last game of the season. And, again, like I said, um, in the very first show that you guys had me on, um, I said it would come down to the last game. I said it was going to the tables were going to change immensely. And I still have a feeling that somehow Liverpool, they have every they have luck going on their side based on Allison and what we just saw over the weekend. Um, but uh, there's a lot of, uh, to play for still. Um, I still believe we can do it. Um, honestly, I think that top four was always going to be our main objective, um, especially 
everything that's happened from the beginning of the of this uh, to where we are now. You know, people can say, yeah, Chelsea spent X amount of dollars, and but as we've seen, that doesn't necessarily always translate to immediate success, let alone something uh, like a Champions League final, for example, like we're in. Um, if spending X amount of dollars or spending that much uh, you know, were the case and Pep Guardiola at City would have won the Champions League at least four or five times by now. Um, so what I'm getting at is I still think we can make it. We have two avenues to do so. We have obviously the league to play for. And at this point in time, three points, four points would get us uh, guaranteed top four. Um, obviously, other results will come into play as well. Uh, but we also have the Champions League final as well, um, where we could win and qualify through that. Um, so to back up Justin's point, it would be entirely shocking um, if we were to miss out, seeing as we have uh, two options that could get us in. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's where we stand. And uh, again, this just goes to show that uh, every, every game is to be taken seriously, um, drop points, from the beginning of the season and awful performances um, have led us to where we are. We should be comfortably at this point in time. I think every team should be comfortable where they are as far as, you know, not sweating uh, other results or needing help from other fixtures as well. Yeah. Good points, Manny. I mean, just be clear that that X spend that you said that, that I think that X represented, was it $292 million uh, somewhere in that neighborhood? And then also that's so just pointing that out. And then also you're totally right though. Tuchel has come in and changed the culture and the mentality at Chelsea. I mean, like, what other what other manager can you think of off the top of your head who would take uh, take a club like Chelsea and give them the honor of um, losing not just one but two finals? So really, <laughs> wow. hats off. So, wow, Justin, I didn't I, see that hold coming. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. He he, he beats us. He beats us in the in the derby, and all of a sudden there's. A I'm break. feeling big there's, now. Yeah. yeah, I see that. Um, I will say this, um, Justin. You kudos to Arsenal for making you know for for I, I I won't say they won that game. I'd say Chelsea lost that game. We handed you guys that win. Um, that's all I'm gonna say about that. We pretty much put that uh, goal on a platter for you guys, um, and a defensive mistake. Um, and then the other thing I want to say about the FA Cup. Um, uh, we've talked about this and I've, I've had a lot of time to think about, like, I could make excuses about, you know, VAR. I can make excuses about uh, XG. I could bring up stats. I could bring up all the stuff. Um, at the end of the day, when a team doesn't score um, and they don't make their the most of their chances, that that's it. That's what it comes down to, right? Leicester City took their one and only chance that they had uh, and they made the most of it. Um, but further to further your point, that FA Cup, final that is not Chelsea's strongest 11 starting 11 that is not the starting 11 that has propelled Chelsea to where it is at this moment in time um that is not the starting 11 I mean Kepa was in goal for God's sake all right it, well, you know like yeah. like we I I don't I, I solely think that this that this uh game came down to um just I, I think Tuchel um, overthought this. They didn't want to give anything away for the remaining fixtures, seeing as we would have to be playing Ch uh, Leicester two two times in a span of four days. Um, 
And I, I think that he prioritized top four over an FA Cup, over a domestic, like an actual trophy. Um, I won't say that I agree with that. I know they should do it justice and they should always put their best starting 11. You didn't see Leicester City. You didn't see Brendan Rodgers uh, tinker with his starting lineup. That starting lineup was the same one that um, beat Manchester United a few days earlier. Um, it's the same starting lineup that, that he's had, obviously, bar the Johnny Evans um, injury. Um, but, you know, that he's putting out the same squad game in and game out, right? And uh, for whatever reason, Tuchel decided to leave um, two, three starters out of the, the lineup in the FA Cup final, and um, we paid for it. Um, so it is what it is. We move on. Um, top four, like I said, is has to be the main target going yeah. forward. So. Tomorrow's going to be everything. Tomorrow, the big, it's going to be a huge game tomorrow. Tomorrow, I agree. Tomorrow yeah. is going to be exciting because enough, enough. We don't want to talk about Chelsea Manchester. anymore, Manny. We don't yeah. well, this is. This is so becoming a Chelsea to... podcast. I feel yeah, like. Li- listen, Rory wants to talk much... about Syria. Listen, I don't want. I don't. We gotta go to. We gotta go to farm. About out to the farmers league. Chelsea. I just wanted to clear clear the name out there. So. Yeah. No. No. Manny, we did tell our listeners that you were going to talk about Chelsea. I mean, we're giving them a heads up. So if they're no, surprised. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, I think I'm not surprised because considering the form, I just feel like um, expectations have drastically changed. Um, due to the, I'll say, success of Tuchel and how much he's turned the club around. Um, but it's not something that, uh, you know, very rarely do you see uh, a coach that can come in and have only a hand, like a few months. He's only been here less than five months and uh, achieved what he's achieved. And I, I don't think necessarily that just because we made it this far uh, means that we're going to win everything. Um, and I think, like, this, this is a... Uh, it's kind of a, uh, I, I guess, how can I put it, a reality check for all those fans, for everybody that thinks that, you know, Chelsea had it easy or um, we're, go- we're expected to win everything. That That's not the case, uh, you know, at all. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Matt, uh, Manny, for the uh, sub story. Um, it's, <laughs> it, 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 no, I, I'm kidding. I mean, I, I think I think. You, you hit a very good point here. I think part of what's you know wrong with Chelsea is is the nerve. Like they're you know they're probably nervous. You know they they didn't think they'll be this far and then now they are and then the fans are expecting them to win trophies. So so it makes sense. But but with that said, I think we're done with EPL. Okay, let's not piss our La Liga fans because we have to talk about what's going on in La Liga right now uh, with the title race last weekend. Um, Suarez. Basically, I mean, I would say if if Atletico Madrid wins this, I mean, what a story that would be that Suarez left Barcelona, went to Atletico Madrid, and then won the La Liga for them. Um, unfortunately for Barcelona, they're out of the of the race. Um, top four is pretty much set for for La Liga. Um, I think I think what I want to do here is just get a prediction from from the both of you. Um, we have Real Madrid at 81 points, um, you know, Atletico Madrid at 83 points. Um, given the fact that Atletico is playing uh, via the lead, who are basically, you know, they're already relegated, um, and then Real Madrid have to play the, uh, via Real. Real. 
which is you know they're the they're they have a final next week uh wednesday so maybe they will rest players who knows i don't know um what what do we think what do we think how how does how is this going to help uh, is going to how is this going to end um g- you know given the possibility that even if if atletico madrid uh wins or if if they tie i think they still win it right i think i no. think that no they don't it would be uh real madrid because uh the tiebreaker oh, would come the head to head. head to head right okay so they yeah. have to win yeah so they have and to the, win out they can't it, tie at all so and i'll say board yeah like uh atletico's opponents in the final week uh via the lead they're not yet relegated they're within striking distance of 17th oh. place and face safety so yep. they have everything to play for you against. know what in my in my head i was thinking they're going to lose because because was trying to win actually this is probably one of the most interesting games that we'll watch this weekend because we have one team surviving trying to survive and we have one team trying to win the league. I mean, this is the game to watch, right? And then, I, I, and am then I, am the I joking? Thing, no, no, no. I, I would, I want to bring up the Villarreal game as well because, uh, obviously, um, momentum I feel is is a big part of 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 the sport. And Villarreal just came from uh, crushing Sevilla four yep. nil. Um, which was something that not a lot of people would have predicted, um, you know, to to beat an opponent opponent 4-0, especially Sevilla, who was actually if Sevilla had won um, based on the results earlier, it could have been really tight um, between like fourth and third as well. Um, and so, you know, Unai Emery, um, you know, he he's um he's doing something right with this team. Um, we saw how he got a good old sweet poetic justice revenge over arsenal as yep. well and I the it. europa league and sorry um, justin i think he's he's going to be out there uh to kind of prove a point as well yeah and justin i'm i'm sorry to say i love it because it was against arsenal but i really like the fact that he was your coach and he got kicked out basically and now he beat your team um but you know that's the only thing I love about it. I don't hate Arsenal as much, to be honest. Um, all right. So, so with that said, um, Atletico Madrid is playing, you know, the original Ronaldo's team. Um, what do we think is going to happen? Who's going to win it, Manny? Atletico Madrid. Then I just I was watching that game for for I think like 25 minutes. I really thought they were going to bottle it. Like over the weekend, I I really thought, but then Suarez, man, he just does what he does, and uh, I I really think like that that was the motivation that they needed turning that uh, uh that result around, coming from a one nil to a two one win. So I I think they end up winning it. Man, 12 p.m. on Saturday, that's a time I'm going to be at home on my TV. Justin, I'm gonna go on to you. What do you think is gonna happen? I also I, I want to say it's gonna be Atletico as well. All they gotta do is just they gotta win. That's it. You win and the title is yours. So and they've been they've been in this position in first place that is for the vast majority of this season. And for them to drop the ball this late, uh, it would be it would be a huge blemish, frankly. 
I think on Simeone's record. I I, I kind of am a little down on Simeone in terms of his styling, how defensively he plays. So I really hope uh, that's not the way he goes this this upcoming weekend, where he's going to be like, you know, have them in a very defensive posture, and then just like try and hit that get that one goal because I don't know if one is going to be enough against a team uh, that's fighting for its life. Basically, that's that's going to be going all out trying to save itself. I, I think he should just come and control the game um, and just get the goals and and put it away early. Uh, well. I, to be honest, my heart says Atletico Madrid, but I just have that worrying feeling and the fact that Atletico struggled a little bit against Osasuna. Um, although I think Valladolid did need to go win, so they will not be as defensive. Maybe they will play counter-attacking style of football. Um, but I just, I'm worried. I, I'll just say that. I'm just worried. I want Atletico to win, but I have that, like, percentage of like oh my gosh i think they may bustle it i i i feel bad saying it but i i think real madrid may actually win this unfortunately wow i'm sorry i'm sorry also, i'm sorry well let me let me ask you this Bori, because via real right now right you're saying yeah. that you know when i might you know be thinking about the final yes in europa but the interesting thing is via real currently sit in seventh place right of course but they are tied they are tied on points with Real Betis, who is in sixth place, and only one point behind Real Sociedad, who is in fifth place. Now, Real could end up capturing, you know, they're not going to make a Champions League spot, but they could end up qualifying through to Europa through by, by winning this game, by beating Real Madrid. And even if they were to lose the final in the Europa League, they would still, you know, qualify for a european competition next year so that's another maybe uh you know something else to consider yeah because you could you know essentially just say hey at least we know we're going to be playing some type of european european competition next year if we were to at least qualify if you're a team that's competing like you've played this many games you played 37 league games however many tournament games however many European competition games, you're here at the end, you have two bites at the same apple. If you don't take both of them, then you're doing something wrong. You yep. have to go all out and on both Saturday and then in the final again. I think yep. um, I think that's the way to go. And I think that probably that's the way Amory will play. But we'll see. Like Bori said, noon on Saturday, uh, it's must-see TV for last the last few games uh, or the last round of La Liga. All right. Well, we'll see. I, I would think Emery would, uh, you know, decide that like, Hey, you know, let's just get into the Champions League, but you're right. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe they will just focus on, uh, I don't want to talk about the Serie A. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's, let's talk about the Serie A. Ah, oh, it's such a pain. Like, I've never felt this bad. Like, this basically the, the tie against Cagliari just ruined my weekend. I mean, it was a Sunday. It ruined my weekend. Um, and it was very sad. And I feel like we're fighting this battle where, like, all odds are against us. And 
here again, just another freaking year where it's basically guaranteed Europa, but <laughs> we're not sure. We're no, not no, sure not yet, it. not yet, Bori. I have faith in you, but yeah. go ahead, Bori. You're I a don't. resident Serie <laughs> I don't. I well, okay. So, so no, no, no Bori. Go ahead, set the stage. Set, let's 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 can, do a little scene just, setting so, here. What's the situation yeah. here? What's the situation well, going into well, the last round for Serie all, First of all, I want to say congratulations to the other Milan, the fake Milan, Inter Milan for winning the Scudetto. Um, wow. Serie is, big, you know, was very competitive this year, as you can see. Juve is out of the top four as, as we speak. Um, but the situation is Milan was also, on, you know, on top of the world for most of the season or half at least half of the season. And yeah, hey, Bori. Remind us again how uh, how many points you guys had, how many, how far in first place you guys were at. Remind yeah. us again. Were you guys I'm, like Atletico Madrid plus eleven points? <laughs> well, we're in plus eleven points. I think the highest we ever were were like seven points or something. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, uh, not gonna make an excuse for us. Um, I think we're in a situation where Inter Milan, Atalanta, they they've made it. Um, three teams are vying for the remaining two spots. Um, one of them is Milan, then we have Napoli, and then we have Juve. Milan and Napoli both on 76 points, and Juve are on 75 points. Um, the problem is, for Milan, we're playing Atalanta in the last game. However, the context here is Juve is playing Atalanta in the Coppa Italia final on Wednesday. So, I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, the players I don't want to play against on, on Saturday, or on some of, I think it's Sunday, um, is I don't want to play against Zapata or Muriel. Um, if those two are out, then I have confidence that we can at least defend and not concede goals. Um, Malinowski will be another player that I would choose not to want to play, um, but we can manage him. Um, the so and then Juve, I don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to go all out? Are they going to you know play all their solid plays? Is Ronaldo going to play? If Ronaldo plays, is he going to get injured? For the Sunday game, which is against Bologna, Bologna, even though they seem like a team that should be easy to beat, you just never know. It's a team that does not have anything to fight for, and anything can happen. Napoli is the other team. Vico Simen, very, very. I mean, they paid what 90 million dollars or something to to buy Simen from Lille. This guy was sick for a lot, you know a lot of the season. Had COVID, you know, had a situation in Nigeria where he went to Nigeria and and you know had COVID because he went to a party or something. But this guy is putting in a shift, scoring at least a goal a game, um, assisting. Um, this guy is just basically the real deal. Um, and is he's the one he's giving Napoli confidence. But we know Napoli, they have that tendency to always break down when it matters. So that could also play in a role here. But I think that the bigger news here, though, is Juve have a chance to not qualify for the Champions League, which is going to be a big scandal, I, I think. will probably be one of the biggest scandals in, in, in the Serie A in the last 10 years. Excuse me. For the famously scandal-plagued Italian uh, Serie A, I don't know if that, I'd go so far as to say this is the biggest scandal of the past 10 yeah. years, but yeah. it would certainly be a big deal. It would definitely be a huge deal for uh, Juve, who have dominated this league for the past decade, for them to miss out on the Champions League altogether, um, especially with one Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo, who joined the club specifically for the the reason that he thought it would be the best chance for him to win Champions League. 
uh, for them not even to qualify, that would be a huge deal. I actually disagree. So two things I want to say. Um, as far as uh, it's kind of funny, Bori's comment about the biggest scandal because um, Bori, I know you're familiar with Silvio Berlusconi. He says hello. Of course. <laughs> former former <laughs> AC Milan. Uh, <laughs> former yeah. AC Milan. <laughs> Chief. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, but the other thing I want to say is like I am actually I'm, I'm surprised that that Juventus is out of the top four, but I'm not surprised that they are um, where they are because of Pirlo. I mean, we talked about this as well when we were comparing uh, Pirlo when we were talking about Frank Lampard and just you know club legends uh, that have come in and um, have tried to duplicate um successful club legends elsewhere um but i mean in Pirlo's case for example he didn't even have his coaching badges when he when he took the job when he got offered the job right so like yeah yep i i, I don't know like what i'm trying to get at is it, i don't think it's irrelevant of like how much talent is on a team when you're not a very good coach or you know you're a novice a rookie if you will um, coaching, like I, I don't know, like how far you can actually take a team if you don't have the experience, you know, of actually coaching. So I think, and obviously, I think regardless of what happens to Juve, whether they qualify for Champions League or don't, I think that they're gonna they're gonna get rid of Pirlo. Like they're gonna bring somebody more experienced to uh, that can handle that squad, and then we'll see what happens. You know, the other. Uh, side of this equation is where Ronaldo, what Ronaldo does. Um, I think it's the exact same situation as like Harry Kane at, at Spurs, um, you know, where it's like, hey, do we cash in on him now or do we try to keep him around and try to, you know, um, uh, convince him that we have a long term project here? So, yeah, 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 I think Spurs, I think, I, I think Harry Kane probably is done, but yeah, so, so yeah, there are a lot of things and um so you know the games are on sunday it's gonna be a day that i probably will not be on social media i'm actually debating <laughs> not watching the game and I'm, wow. I'm being honest i'm being honest here turning off all my twitter notifications not watching the game and just basically once the game is over turn on my phone and see all the notifications pouring and it will be either a we made it or um tough luck um next season um, Wait, I thought we were recording right after the City A games on, on Sunday, right? <laughs> I thought we were doing, yeah, I thought we were doing well, a live cast. Well, let, let me let me say this. <laughs> let me say this. If we do qualify, I don't care where you both are. We are recording, and I'm gonna be yelling. All I'm gonna be doing is yelling on top of my lungs uh, that we qualified. But um, I think we can do it. I think we can do it. But I just have, you know, it's not it's not a good feeling because it's Atlanta, but it's also a good feeling because I know Atlanta is not gonna sit back which was the issue that we had against Cagliari, where they sat back and we just didn't have any space. We didn't have Ibrahimovic, which has been a pain for us this season. Um, I'm not going to make an excuse here, but the Inter Milan-Juve game, if anyone watched it, the, the probably the worst ref, ref job I've seen this season. Um, people are going to be pointing to that if Milan doesn't make it because, again, yeah. All right, anyways, so giving... So- yeah. Hold on a second. Just want to make sure we know. So kickoff for a final day for Syria is Sunday, 2.45 uh, Eastern time. Yes. Yep. So 
That's, and they also do something weird. I didn't know that they do this thing where, like, I guess the, the champions, if 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 possible, they have the champions play kind of earlier in the day to do a little, whatever, honor guard situation here. Because Inter plays at 9 a.m. Yeah. And that then everybody else play, kicks off at 2.45. So, uh, but that's another must-see TV uh, for Sunday. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> well, hold on. And having said that, then, Bori, what is your prediction for, I want to hear your prediction for we obviously know Inter Milan already, you know, won it. Yeah, so, yeah. what is your prediction for spots two through five? Well, well, as a, well, Atlanta could be third if we beat them, right? That's actually a very good point. Um, I so they could be fourth. They could be fourth even if you beat them and Napoli win. Napoli, oh, that's true. They could be fourth. Um, they which, actually could be fifth if Juve wins as well. Well, actually, they have the head-to-head on them. Yeah. They do a head-to-head oh. as a tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, so Atlanta has qualified for Champions no matter what. Um, but the question is, it, it really, like, it's hard for me to say this, but I'm going to give my best guess. My best guess is I actually think, I think one of Napoli or Juve is going gonna, is gonna to mess up. I, I think one of them will Old. either, I, I think one of them will either tie um, I, I think one of them will tie, I, and the other will win the, win, the, win their game. Um, Napoli is playing Hellas Verona. Hellas Verona doesn't have anything to play for, but Hellas Verona is a very tough team to break down. Um, just you know, like it, it, they they're very compact and they play as a unit, and it's a team that's you know like they could sit back and then counter you, right? So if Napoli is not careful. They could just sit back the whole game, and it would just be a, a Milan Cagliari moment. So, if I'm being honest, I think I also think Juve. It's possible that Bologna frustrates them um, because we have Mihailovic, who's you know he's a master of that. So, I think one of them will will definitely. I think one of them will tie. Now, when it comes to the Milan Atalanta game, I I really don't know. I think I will know more after the. The, the Wednesday game. If Atalanta wins that game, I think they'll be coming off a high and they won't, probably won't care. Um, but if they don't win that game, that could also have the same kind of effect where, but they, they'll be playing with anger and, and like their sadness, and their sadness, which could do anything else. So with that said, I do think Milan can win the game. I just think it will be a very nervous game. Um, and something that after last weekend, I don't think I can handle. I honestly, legitimately, and this is no joke, I legitimately thought I would have a heart problem because my I was really nervous. I I was not even playing and I was nervous. Can you imagine if I was playing? Um, So, so I I think Milan will. I I think Milan will will probably end up. I I know I said they'll probably win, but I think I think they, they may tie. I think they may tie. It will be they will end up third, and I think one of Napoli and Juve will tie, and that would be, you know, that would give us the fourth place. I think actually, um, if that's, but I guess it depends on who wins. But I think one of Napoli and Juve will tie the game. All right. So we'll fourth see. place for Milan. Yeah. And whoever Napoli and Juve third, and then Atalanta second. I actually got a. I have a question. Uh, just looking at the table and how it sits. What if? What happens if both Milan and Napoli lose, staying at 76 
point, but Juve tie. Juve yeah. is still and out. Go to seventy six. Then what happens then? Oh, to both so three teams. Juve yes. is still out, right, Bori? Because they no, no, no. They... Actually, Ju- Juve will will be in because Juve has the head to head on Napoli, I believe. Oh, okay. I thought they didn't have the head to head on like anybody, and, but they have the head to head on Napoli. I believe so. Yes. And, and on you guys, right? No, 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 no. That's the thing. When we beat Juve 3-0, that was the like I thought. Okay, yeah, we made Champions League, but now we're in this situation. But we beat them 3-0, but they beat us 3-1, so we have the head-to-head on them. Okay, because wow. I was gonna say they have a plus five on you guys and goal differential, so yeah. I wasn't sure if they would automatically move up to third and then you guys would drop. Okay. No, I I think if we're all on 76. Then um, it will be Milan Juve in that order. I hate this head-to-head stuff. It makes it so hard for me to like read the table. Yeah, <laughs> it's like well, it's, it's goal differential. It's so easy, but it yeah, actually yeah. makes more sense. It probably makes more sense to do head-to-head. But wait, I have a yeah. question actually. With that head-to-head, Bori, was what happened to the first game that was canceled? Uh, ah, because of coronavirus for Napoli, oh. and so they took that yeah. negative three. I think it was yeah. like negative three goal differential. They did, uh, and obviously awarded the three points to Juve. Whatever ended up happening yeah. uh, to that game. It was, how does it, that impact the, the landscape? It was negative one points actually for them, but they rescinded it because Mila, uh, Napoli won the in the courts of sports or whatever they call it. Um, they won the case that um, because it was coronavirus that they were advised by the local he- health officials that they shouldn't go or travel to, to Turin. Um, so... They replayed it, and I believe Juve won that game um, when okay. they replayed it. Yeah, so I, I think Juve does have a head-to-head on them. Um, I Maybe I need to fact-check myself, but I believe they do because I remember being angry. <laughs> that, like, the hell are you doing, Apple? You had the second chance to beat them, and, and you you threw it. That kind yeah. of thing. So, yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's going to be, I, I think, again... I am going to be turning off my phone notifications, and I probably won't be watching the game. I I I think I would just be, you know, um maybe I'll take a walk with my wife and uh, go hike or something. There you go. That's the healthy thing to do. He's yeah, gonna he's gonna be that. watching. Justin, we both know he's gonna be watching. You <laughs> no, know I, I can't. After last weekend, I can't do it. I cannot do it. We'll see. Well, I think you you're gonna change your tune by the weekend. I agree with Manny. Uh, uh, all right. Wait. One team we didn't talk about though. I mean, okay. Are we all good with talking yeah, about the? Uh, we don't need to talk about Bundesliga, right? Well, we know who won, right? We know who won the league. <laughs> Shout out to Dortmund, though. Have been on a tr- tremendous run, and I think they assured themselves Champions League. Are you uh, trying to get at uh, if Holland stays or goes? We'll, well, we'll have all summer to talk about that. Yeah, okay. we, we'll save it for the summer cast. But um, what I want to talk about right now, real quick, though, then when I say real quick, I mean real quick. Uh, we did not talk about... One Italian team that is uh, Roma, and they are not in contention for Champions League, but they did have some big news of their own. Um, Bori's personal hero, Jose Mourinho, yes. was was named their their new manager for next season. So, Bori, well, did you have any thoughts on that? Well, for those that don't know, I am a fan of Jose Jose Mourinho. Okay, deal with it. I'm sorry, but that's it. I think he's a fantastic coach. Um, he's lost his way, obviously, but. Um, I think this is a bad thing. Um, this this him going to Roma, it does not make any sense. They're not trying to win any league. They're just trying to get back to the good old days of getting back to the Champions League, fighting for top four. Um, and to me, 
it it's not a great signing. Um, and b- given also the fact that Roma is in a situation where they don't have, I don't think they have the means to just buy all the players that Jose Mourinho will want. So to me, it does not make sense. Don't know why they did it, but you just never know. Mourinho has been successful. He won the treble the last time he was in the Serie A. So he could do something amazing. Who knows? I don't know. But um, at the moment, it does not make any sense. For who's this. it worth? Who's who's the loser? Who's the biggest loser? Roma, has to be Roma. or Mourinho? Has to be Roma. Antonio Conte. What? <laughs> Antonio Conte, he came back just because they had this feud when he was at, uh, you know, when he was at Chelsea um, and Mourinho was over at uh, Man U and they've been going at it. They, they exchanged some words. Mourinho, man, that guy yeah. does everything for, there's a reason behind, you know, there's there's like a method to his madness, right? Yeah. Um, he went to Serie A, he's going to. I can't wait to see that rivalry next season. Oh, yeah. And we have a possibility of, um, you know, Pirlo's going to leave. We don't know who's going to join Juve. I think Mourinho would have been a, made much more sense for Juve because they already have the players that he needs um, to, to be successful. Maybe not so well with Ronaldo, but... Um, Unless Zidane shows up. Yeah, I, I've been hearing that rumor, too. Like, Zidane going there. Allegri is rumored to go to, to Real Madrid. So that's, you know... You know, the summer podcast should be fun. I will just put it that way. The summer podcast will be fun, and um, I can't wait. Um, but I think that's all we have, um, to be honest. Unless there's something else that I, I do, I do want to give a shout out to Lil. I hope they win the the league. On. Um, the you know we're not talking about them, but like Lille, PSG, Monaco, they have a chance to win <laughs> the uh, the league, on, which will be tremendous if if it's if Monaco wins it somehow. Um, but no, they have they to score. Well, they have to score a lot of goals. Uh, let me. Can I just? Yeah. Well, they can. They still can. Lille just has to lose three zero, and Monaco has to win four zero. Uh, uh, Lille and, with yeah. the the best defensive record in terms of goals allowed, best defensive record in all of Europe. Twenty two goals allowed in thirty seven matches so far. But Bory's right. They may, if they do happen to give up four goals uh, in the final day, and Monaco also score. <laughs> win by a similar margin then uh mpsg lose monaco will win legal so yeah, stay hey, tuned you never know that's that's what i'm going for you never know football is crazy <laughs> yeah um but yeah i think i think that's that's all we have for today um thank you so much manny and and justin for really uh getting this back together i can't wait for us to come back next week um hopefully on monday i will be rejoicing if not I will not be talking much in the next episode if we don't qualify for the Champions League. Um, but with that, um, uh, thank you to our listeners for listening. We're on Spotify and Apple and Android as usual. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter also if you have any questions. Um, and uh, we'll see you next week.